It's peanut butter jelly time on the Mess Hall Podcast. So, like I said, peanut butter jelly time. We have a whole bunch of peanut butter and jam products. Um, Not peanut butter and jam products. We have peanut butter project pro- products. I can't talk. And we have jam products. Some of these I've been really looking forward to for a long time because we got them a while ago. And some of them we just got today. So, yeah, let's get into this. What do we got first? I don't know if I'm looking forward to this or not, but we have peanut butter old-fashioned old soda <laughs> from Rocket Fizz, which was Rocket Fizz Soda Pop and Candy Shop started in 2009. It's a franchise, and we've had some of their Yeah, stuff. we did. And it was some of them were good, some of them were interesting. But I got to say, they were all what they said they yes. were. So they also sell gave gag gifts. And I'm going to take that literally because I remember this and I came across (laughs) an article and it was claiming that the ranch soda may be the worst thing on the planet. (laughs) It's one of the (laughs) grossest things I've ever had. And I'd say that's a a literal gag gift. Yeah, Um, but it was, it is what it said it was. It was ranch soda. Yeah, so I'm not sure how I feel about peanut butter soda. Uh, Well, well, let's just go into it. We've had this for a while, so I'm excited. It smells like old peanuts. Yeah, it does. Not quite rancid peanuts, but like old peanuts. We had some peanut butter powder that got old and smelled like this. Yeah. It tastes how it smells. Yeah. wonder if it went off. I don't know. It just didn't taste so good. It tasted uh, tasted like peanut butter that sat out in the open for about three months. Or like old peanuts. Yeah. Maybe. Just one second. We did get this back in November, so there's a cha- in a grab bag. So maybe there's a chance it did expire. Oh, wait, wait. There's a date on the bottom. Do not drop it on my head. No? Oh, 21. I can't read the best before. Maybe that's just random numbers and letters. Anyway, we can edit that out. It's <laughs> looking at a bottle. That tastes like it has sat there. Yeah. I'm going to say that. I'm going to give this a pass as in, Yeah. I don't think they meant it to taste like this. I think we just had it for so too yeah. long. Yeah, I, I think so. That's, that's what I think because they're flavors tasted exactly yeah. like they had promised every other one w- was like it said and we've already said that but yeah i'm disappointed but it may have been just sitting in our cupboard for a long time so yeah like you said let's give this one a pass and move on see what else don't, we got don't take that as a bad thing on their uh yeah the rest of the sodas or or i would try it again yeah i would too definitely would try a fresher one yeah i just feel that's the issue Yeah. So before we go on, we're going to bring you an ad from our sponsors. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. And this week's podcast shout out is going to Healthy Lifestyle Design. A single step can make a positive change in your life. Pamela and her mom, Janet, discuss how to design a healthy lifestyle. And since it's a new year... 
people are getting into that healthy lifestyle change. So I thought it was fitting to bring up this podcast. So make sure you give it a listen. It is part of the Alberta Podcast Network, and you can find more out about it. You know, wherever you find podcasts, just go and download it and give it a listen. It's a great podcast. I've listened to episodes in the past and i they don't have one out for this year yet but i've listened to their recap episode in december that just came out in december so it was it was good like the rest of their episodes so like i said new year new you give healthy lifestyle design a chance okay up is reese's outrageous bar now in the summer we had their reese outrageous crunchers just a little pieces yeah. with pam and danny so this is milk chocolate peanut butter caramel and pieces and reese's pieces candy and it's been around since 2018 so they were first called pbs when they came to the market in the 70s instead of reese's pieces and i think that was a Everyone's like, oh, that's a terrible name. I'm like, that sounds like a pretty good name. Yeah, it but does. Maybe that's just me. Also, their cups were cost for first called penny cups because it cost a penny to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now they're about the size of a penny. <laughs> they are shrinking. I'm sure of it. And there is a difference between how they make filling for the cups versus the pieces. But yeah, so let's just get into it. It looks like yeah. an O. Henry or something like that. You look, well, you can't tell it's Reese's Pieces from the outside. <laughs> it's just covered in chocolate. It's a little bit more airy than a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. With that being said, it was delicious. Than a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I found you could taste the pieces. Yep, like, yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me of an O. Henry with Reese's Pieces. Only yeah. it wasn't as... um Dense? Chewy, yeah. Yeah, chewy. That's a good word for it, too. It's almost like a nugget in there. yeah. Maybe more peanut buttery than the caramel. Yeah. I'm not a big. It's okay. That's not my type of bar. I know you're more like yeah, I enjoyed Henry it. Kind of, yeah. but but that's just my take. That's just my own preference. Yeah, but I and I'm not even a big huge a huge Reese's Pieces fan. I don't like the candy coating. Maybe I don't like the filling compared to a cup, and it, they really shone. So if you like Reese's Pieces, you will you'll like this. Yeah, I, I really like this. This was great. Yeah. Yeah, so I like I mentioned, I don't really like Reese's Pieces, but I do like Reese Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. And we have, oh, actually, before I move on, May 18th is I Love Reese's Day. So just keep that in mind. Okay. There's a lot of products out there. We have <laughs> Chips Ahoy with Reese Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah, I've been looking forward to these for a long time. Yeah, um, hopefully not too long. Like yeah. <laughs> Chips Ahoy have been around since 1963. Their first mascot was... Mort Meek, and when he he would used to he would be sitting there all absorbed eating his cookie that had, as advertised, sixteen chocolate chips in it. A villain would try to come and attack him, stealing his cookie, and he'd slip away and come back as Cookie Man, kind of like Superman. I picture it like the Hamburglar trying to come and steal his stuff. I kind of picture that too, without like. <laughs> Putting a name to it, but that's... Yeah. yeah. So then in the 80s, they said there were 32 chips in each cookie, mm -hmm. but they scaled it back later to 24. Then they started claiming that there were 1,000 chips per bag. So in 1996, a class of third graders counted and only got 680 in the bag. Ooh. So Chips Ahoy did a public recounting, and they noticed the problem. The kids... Didn't count, only counted the outside of the cookie. So they dissolved it and counted it. And there was actually 1,181 chips in a bag. So they're calling grade three kids a liar. 
Then in 1999, STAT students from the Air Force Academy counted 42 bags and found 93% had at least 1,000 chips. That's a good percentage. Yeah. I think, yeah, they called them out, but... I think that's a good learning opportunity yeah, it is. for kids, actually, and kind is. of fun. So I'm not counting the chips or peanut butter cups. <laughs> I don't even think they mention how many peanut butter cups are in the cookies, but I can't wait to try them. They were so soft cutting them. Yeah, they were. I already had mine. and I don't know. We The last Chips Ahoy we had were the um, Sour Patch Kids. And they oh, were yeah. not the best, I think, because the Sour Patch Kids. I don't remember them being super soft cookies. But while I eat mine, you tell me what you thought. I thought it was great. Great mouthfeel. They were nice, soft, chewy. I like a soft cookie compared to a hard cookie. Yeah, it was just a great cookie all around. It had nice chocolate chips in it, nice Reese's peanut butter cups in there as well. I'm not oh. sure I might need to eat another one, <laughs> but I shouldn't. I could easily have a handful of those. They yeah. were that good. Yeah, They are really good with it. For me, a cup of coffee, but yeah, might not have to take too many to share with people. <laughs> yeah, so that concludes the peanut butter version of our... Yeah. Episode. We are now on to the jam version. So we have Jaffa cake. Wait, no, we don't. We have Jaffa Krovenka cakes, sour cherry. Because you said, oh, we already did Jaffa cakes. We don't, we can just refer people back to our old episode. But wait, these are from Serbia. (laughs) I don't know how they get away with calling them Jaffa cake. So for anyone who doesn't know, Jaffa cake, biscuit with fruit jelly covered in chocolate. So Jaffa Cakes were in the U- UK, and they were made by McVitie and Price since 1927, after what is called a Jaffa Orange, which is just a type of orange I've never heard. But this company started in, in Krivenka, Serbia in 1975, and then a year later, they started making Jaffa Cakes. And I don't know how they get away with it, but here we go, Sour Cherry. First, I was excited to try these because of the picture on the front. We had one on our cutting board, we cut it in half, and then I wasn't excited as much because the filling didn't look as colorful as it was on the package. It sort of just blended in. With the chocolate base and the chocolate coating. Once I tried it, I was blown away. It was delicious. I really liked it. came through. Yeah, it did. I found it a little dry, but I'll tell you what. Can you pass me one, please? I think I'm going to try it. I forget which way I tried it. I'm going to try it with chocolate, like the chocolate coating side up, and then I'm going to flip it around with the cookie side down. I believe it will make a difference. Okay. Oh, what did I say? I was doing chocolate side up first. Yeah, and the biscuity part is is dry. Not gross, dry. But not too dry. No, that's why you need jam, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Better with the chocolate coating down, but what would make it extraordinary is if the coating was around the whole cookie. Yeah, you're right. Because it is a nice thin layer, and if it was all the way around, it would make it spectacular instead of just good. But that cherry really shines through. It does. It was very flavorful. It was very nice. I really enjoyed it. Almost reminds me of a Black Forest cake. Ooh, dipped in whipped yeah. cream, it would be. Or yeah. like even layered with some whipped cream would be good. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I know I'm right. <laughs> so next up, we have Fox's Biscuits, Jam and Cream, Raspberry and Vanilla. So it said on the package, well, it says, lovingly baked since 1853. And the company was started by Michael Spedding, who baked cookies and sold them in the UK. And then his son-in-law, Fox Ellis Fox, took over in 1897. And that's how they got the name. I don't think there was a name of the company beforehand. The most amazing thing is they have a spokes danda named Vinny. What's a danda, you say? Yes, I do say, what is a danda? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a cross between a dog and a panda who pronounces it <laughs> a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> At first I thought you said panda and I thought nothing of it. <laughs> and I'm glad you real reset it so. <laughs> Danda. I didn't look them up. I should have. These look like digestive cookies uh-huh. with that jam on the top. It looks like two shortbreads. There's even white cream in the center. Yeah. So And it is a raspberry jelly. We talked about jams. This is a jelly. We can talk maybe about jam versus jelly. I did no research. And that something to ponder. This is really good. It does remind me of the digestive cookies. Oh, I didn't even get to the jelly part yet. What you think? Eh, it was fine. Just fine. Just fine? I think it needs a drink to go along with it. Whether it be like you you having coffee or I might have tea with it. So I was going to say it's not a coffee one. I picture tea, black tea. Yeah. Maybe an Earl Grey. But, yeah. It um, definitely needs something to go along with it. I just feel, yeah, like, because it's just shortbread just reminds me more of tea yeah. for some reason. Yeah. But I don't think that's a negative thing because often I would have a drink like that with a cookie. Okay. And that's yeah. generally how I eat cookies. So, yeah, next up we have straight up jam. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, not just any jam. It's not just like, yeah. no offense to a company. No, it's not just like Smucker's Strawberry. We have pear and cardamom jam from the Adilla Chocolatery, which we've done. Three times already? Yeah, we did their peanut butter brownie. Which was delicious. Which, oddly enough, peanut butter. Um, we've done their hot chocolate bomb. Hot chocolate bomb, yeah. And did we do something else? Yes, we had their apple uh, <gasps> Ooh, apple their, pie filling. Yeah, so I'm excited for this pear cardamom jam. Now, if you look up cardamom flower, which I've never thought about in my life, it's this really beautiful exotic flower. And I really suggest, if that interests anyone, to look it up. It's gorgeous so it's one of the most cardamom is one of the most expensive spices but you only need a little and i don't know if anyone has ever taken a pot part a pod to get the seeds out and then ground them with a (laughs) more that it takes 10 of those to get a teaspoon i've done it before not to get a (laughs) teaspoon specifically probably but it's a lot of work (laughs) it kind of is so i guess that that's where the expense comes from it's related to ginger and it, it's grown in like places, well, actually, Nepal used to be the world, like the largest producer, but okay. now it's Guatemala. So kind of high up in the mountains. Um, yeah, I've seen some gorgeous pictures, too, of the plants all like up a hillside. So I found some nice images. But yeah, so pear cardamom, I'm excited. So am I. There's something to be said for eating just jam off a spoon and how that's kind of weird. I'll I'll say that first. That's not, it's really, like, I've never done it before. I feel that might be really sweet just to do with any type of jam. Like, not how, like, I can't wait to put this jam on something. The most surprising thing to me is the jam feel. It feels like I'm eating a pear. Yeah, because it's almost like, I don't want to say crystallized, because that sounds like they've cooked it wrong. But, like, pears have that kind of, like, drier, like. I don't want to say grainy texture, but it has a same. This jam has the same texture as a pear does, which is really nice. And yeah, it's not that they've dried it out. They've cooked it wrong. No, the pear really comes through a little more than the cardamom. I don't taste the cardamom so much, but... Yeah, but it was really nice. Yeah, but the pear... um, I think 
I've never had pear jam or such perry jam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was really nice. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to have a peanut butter sandwich with that because I do love oh, peanut butter yeah, and jam yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys have peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and jam. I'm a jam girl. Yeah, yeah. I barely buy jelly. But we'll talk more about that after this ad from our sponsors. Today, I want to tell you about ATB's new podcast, The Future Up. Join Todd Hirsch, ATB's Vice President and Chief Economist, as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunities it creates. From the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself, the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month, plus bonus episodes, the future of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to the future of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about the future by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. So there's nothing funny about the future of, but our dog was just <laughs> a funny look <laughs> on his face and was like, we have a small podcast room, we have a big dog, and sometimes it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes? And it's ridiculous. And he wants to be right here because of the food. <laughs> Takeaways? Pear jam. Awesome. Yep. Reese's Cookies, Chips Ahoy. It's one of those things that we talked about a while ago where all these companies are getting together and making crossover foods, and this is another excellent crossover food. I know you really liked that. It made me actually think I should have Chips Ahoy more, just even plain Chips Ahoy. Yeah. I forgot how soft they can be. But I really liked the Fox's Jam and Cream. That was my favorite cookie. Yeah, I Which, I thought the uh, Java Cakes were better than the... Uh, Fox's cookies. Yeah, I they weren't so different than other cookies I've had. I've it's just been a long time since I had those cookies and they are kind of my favorite. Almost like the digestive or yeah. peak frames. I forget the actual name of the cookie, but I haven't I know what you're while. talking about. But that jam is so good. I I don't recommend eating jam off a spoon. <laughs> but it's between the jam and a cookie and the cookies. Yeah. I think on a nice scone or biscuit that jam would be delicious yeah it might go good now hear me out pork no on a on a scone one of your white chocolate candy ginger scones i was just thinking pear the ginger like uh, that candy ginger would go really well with the pear that's why i'm thinking it would be good um yeah yeah I I agree. I, it's been a long time since yeah. we made scones because we often have enough treats hanging around. <laughs> Except for the pop, which I think we just, that was our mistake. Yeah, everything I wasn't going to was, bring that up. but <laughs> Everything was good. Everything it was kind of nice to have cookies. I haven't had them since yeah. Christmas, you know, two weeks ago. I'm excited to have a cup of coffee yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, everything was good. I enjoyed it. Like I said, Chips Ahoy, Reese's Peanut, Reese's... <laughs> <laughs> We're not coming back from that one. <laughs> Chips Ahoy, Reese's Pieces. Great. I, great combination. I really enjoyed it. Right. <laughs> um, I totally agree. So what was the uh, highlights of your food adventures this week? Oh, I didn't even think. I made these granola bars that didn't turn out. They were <laughs> maple tahini. Uh -huh. So I made them into balls. Protein balls? Protein balls. And they've been sustaining me. I've been packing lunches. I just started my new job, but they've been sustaining me 
last couple of days. Tater tots with the queso dip. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the company? You always remember the vegan queso dip. Yeah, the plant-based. Yeah. Oh, the name escapes me. Sorry, company. We love your product, but. It was so good. This is the first time we had their Chipotle queso dip. Yeah. And we've had the, um, the, jalapeno. the jalapeno one a couple times, and it was delicious. We tried it on the summer, and we talked about it last week in a recap. But yeah, the Chipotle one was really good. Just just straight up on tater tots, amazing. What about for you? I was going to say the queso dip with the tater tots. Other the Asian subs were all right, yeah. too, with the pineapple jam. Yeah, pineapple jam, and I used some soy sauce and... Um, some oil, some sesame Chili? oil in oh. it. Then I made a marinade for the chicken, which was good. I like cucumbers. I like the like the shaved cucumbers on Asian subs, so that was really nice. Yeah, well, we've eaten some good things in a kind of rushed week or kind of a... Yeah. Yeah, but because I don't know about you guys, but when I wake up, I wonder what I'm going to eat right away. <laughs> and I kind of... I don't necessarily plan it, but I think about it all day. Yeah. But yeah, so here's to eating. Yeah, we also had Popeyes this week. No, that was last week. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess we can, <laughs> we can lie for the uh, podcast. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> Nobody's going to come back and be like, no, actually, that was last week. Nobody but me. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, so that's pretty much all we have this week. Hopefully, we'll have some Zoom guests coming up next month. Um, starting to plan some stuff out. So some returning guests, hopefully, will be nice. And I miss people. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a, well, we'll be doing it over Zoom, so they won't be in our house, and yeah. we'll, hopefully soon COVID will be over, yeah, and then we'll have some guests in the house. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So, yeah, maybe we'll gussy up the studio somehow. Yeah, we'll get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chips ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to say that. <laughs> All right, we're leaving. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>